talking about some games among us. Welcome to the Pyrosaurus. Keep your honest friends won't fool us. Welcome to the Pyrosaurus. So listen up, it's time for Pyrosaurus. You unfortunately are dealing with two white people from the Midwest who don't have rhythm. Excuse you, I have rhythm. I've heard I've I've heard you sing. Do you? I didn't say that rhythm is not being able to sing. It's it's similar. It's it's up there. I mean, I have I I can keep rhythm while I sing. Oh, I just wait, do wait. not have a good Sorry. voice. I have seen a video of you attempting to do a dance with an obstacle course. What? <laughs> the Yeehaw Gamers thing? <laughs> oh, that was had... not. That was No, no, that is the standard. I literally I literally teach a dance class, so I have to have rhythm. Is it Zumba? No, it is not Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have to like assume that. I mean, no, it that's, is called that's, body that's what, jam. That's what you like. It's what you like. Middle-aged people do, right? Zumba. No, I dislike Zumba strongly. Also, I like how your response was to not, was to say I don't like Zumba and not I'm not middle not I'm not middle-aged. Eh, you know what? You're probably like <laughs> at the same time. You're like you live with your kids all day now, so just like you hear it enough. Well, they they actually don't <laughs> they don't comment on that, but I'm just kind of like you know what it's whatever, <laughs> I can't change it. And with that, welcome to Potosaurus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm your host Ken, and with me we have Man of the Hour Lou. Yo. And Fangirl has no name. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, Ken? I'm I'm alive. You're alive. That I I can also vouch. I'm for that. I'm also alive. Fairly certain I'm alive too. Yay! So what have we been playing for the past two weeks? Just jumping straight you, into it, aren't we? For the past two weeks? Yes. Um, I actually have um fired up uh, Grand Theft Auto Two, <laughs> and I've been replaying <laughs> that. I have no idea why. I just I'm just looking for comfort right now. Grand Theft Auto Two, the top, the like the top down two D one. Yeah, the the Vice City. No, no, not not Grand Theft Auto. The II, Vice, Vice City. City. Vice City. The Vice City. Sorry. Was even playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yes, sorry. Not I, Grand I always, Theft Auto Two. I, I always forget that there is a Grand Theft Auto Two because to me, Grand Vice City was the second one I played. So in my head, that's Grand Theft Auto Two, even though it's not. Yeah, I can participate in what's going on in Florida. So let me just cause havoc there in virtual world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for the and best I like the soundtrack to that game. Oh yeah, it's a phenomenal fun soundtrack. Yeah, that sound. So it's it is very much a comfort thing. So yeah. as much as I like the soundtrack, like the music in it, I much prefer listening to the talk radio. Oh yeah, that's great too. I'm trying to remember the name of the um the like the two like um like uh what do you call them radio DJs? What were their names? Uh. Which 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 station was it I listened to in there? On Vice. Vice City, City Public Radio is what it's called. Yes, but the, the names. Public radio one. Yeah, the names of the people. Um, Chavez, Chavez. What, what is it? Maurice Chavez. Maurice and, Chavez. Yeah. Yeah, Maurice Chavez. Yeah. Oh, I loved it so much. Yeah, Maurice Chavez, and then there was Jonathan Freeloader and Michelle <laughs> Montanius. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was so like that's what I listen to all the time when it like um. Whenever I would play it, like I was, how was that when that came out? Um, uh, it came out in. See, GTA Wiki says it came out in 
2002? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I probably played it in like 2003, 2004. Yeah, so like, you know, what, like preteen me thought it was like the coolest shit. Yeah, I keep trying to replay, like recreate this moment that happened when um, Odin and I first played it where he managed to steal a public city bus and ramp it. And I, and it did like the slow motion thing, and I have not been able to recreate that. And I'm like, that's all I want. That's all I want is to see that again. But yeah, it's it's been fun. I've literally just I've just been looking for comfort games right now. So, did you know that Soph uh, speedruns that game? Yeah, I've I've watched her speedrun it before. Okay, I was say she doesn't do it that often because um, the GTA speedrun community is somehow is just really toxic. How would you how would you know that would happen? Oh. Um, but she well. does it sometimes. <laughs> I haven't played any. This that was the only one I played all the way through. I played a little bit of four, but I got bored really quickly. And then we have five, but I've never, I've never touched it. I own five, and I have only ever played the online because I did not get, I did not care whatsoever about the story. They make you play the intro level, even if you're only going to play GTA Online, unless they've changed that. And so that's all I played of the story. But I don't care about the story at all. I also remember trying to play GTA Five on PS3, and oh my god. You want to know what load times are? You ever think you've had a bad load time in your life? Load in uh, Grand Theft Auto V on PS3. It is the slowest thing in the world. I didn't even realize it was made for the PS3. Very yeah. late, oh, that game is very old. Late generation. It, was a, it was a cross-generational platform. Yeah. Wow, that game is old. Yeah, it came out in 2013. It was like right at the end of the life cycle and then came out on um, PC and... PS5 or PS4 and Xbox One, even they're like, oh, it's not gonna do that. Then they came out the next year. Then the it's PC so, version was like a year and a half later. It's so weird for me to think about those games because we, the only console we got close to the beginning of its life cycle was the PS4 because we still have like one of the first versions that they made. Hmm. But like all the other consoles we got, we got towards the end of their life cycle. And so, like, we hadn't had our PS3 for very long before we got the PS4. So it still seems, like, fairly new to me because I just I just hadn't had it for very long. Mm. So. I got my, my PS3 when I got, uh, or when the first Slim came out. I got that and I bought Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction and Uncharted 1 with it. And, yeah, I think that's what I had for a while with just those two. I had mine at launch and I had Marvel... Marvel Superheroes Alliance or whatever the the, the game Marvel was. Ultimate Alliance? Yeah, Ultimate Alliance. There we go. I had that, and that was my PS3 game for a long time. And then we had, what was it, Tales of Genji, where I had to attack the crab for massive damage. Uh, what was was that called? Genji Dawn of the Blade? Yes. Attack the, the giant enemy crab for massive damage. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, I've I've had every every PlayStation since launch. Yeah. The only console oh. I have ever bought at launch was the Wii U. Well, that's a lie. Uh-huh. I I I had the PS4, but I wasn't able to play the PS4 because I was in I was in Japan during that time. <laughs> I did get the PlayStation Vita TV though at launch. That that was Ooh. the the lovely thing that the Japanese market got instead of the PS4. Wait, that actually came out instead of the PS4 right away? Yep. The PS4 came out in March the oh. following year. The oh, yeah, it was Vita really TV weird because it's really weird. It was really weird that the PS4 was like not right away in Japan. 
Yeah, I'm not too sure what was their reasoning for it, but I think because they were still trying to transition the the Vita as the main thing during that time. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting to be like, yeah, I'm at Tokyo Game Show. Oh yeah, you can either wait three hours in line to play a PS4 demo slice, or you can go up and play a PlayStation TV Vita TV whenever you want. And I got to play yeah. the Vita TV whenever I want. <laughs> I always like confuse people because I still refer to my like because in the U.S. and like in the West in general, it's the PlayStation TV. In Japan, it was the Vita TV. And I'm just like, what's a Vita TV? Is it different? I'm like, it's the same thing. Like, can't you just figure out from context clues what it is? It's the same thing. Yep, yep, yep. Can't find yeah. those anymore. I got mine for forty bucks after they discontinued it. Those things go for like two hundred now. And speedrunners yeah. want them really bad. Yeah, I have two. I have the original black one. I have the white one also. I want a Japanese one just because I want that button prompt switched. I'm that's yep. my only system. My Vitas are my only system that doesn't have the circle button as accept. Oh, for really? Sony systems. I'm that so would throw me off so much. I'm used to it. It makes more sense because it's in the same button placement as A on like Nintendo ones. Well, see, and, arg- yeah, and that that is that is one thing that drives me nuts about switching from playing a Nintendo console to the PlayStation is that the the accept buttons are in weird spots on both of them and once i get used to one i have to get used to, like and then i switch so that always throws me off between games so it was changed for like a couple different reasons one of them was circles is considered except in japan and x is considered back whereas in like i guess a lot of western countries x marks the spot x is a you know that's where you, you would do that and then circle just became the default back that and also i think it was to distinguish itself from nintendo whereas the button placement was different because this was a different system that was completely separate from Nintendo. But then things like Final Fantasy VII had Circle as accept, and then Triangle for back. I think. What? Yeah, Final yeah, Fantasy VII's would... battle or um button thing was kind of weird. It was it was hard for me to get used to it because I'm like, why is Circle accept? Metal Gear is the same thing. Circle is accept. I do not know what I would do with that. You get used to it. I just like I basically got used to doing it. So anytime I play a non-Japanese game on my PS4. I either have to deal with it or just hope that it auto-detects my my system uh, region. Because I bought the U.S. version of Final Fantasy VII Remake and it auto-detected my Japanese system and made Circle accept an X back in the game itself. <laughs> Which I was so happy with. I'm like, thank God, because I hate switching between things. Like, if I play Fallout or anything like that, it's just like, it swaps them. So, like, I'll do that, then I'll pr- pull up the menu or, you know... The dashboard and then i'm still trying to do the in-game button prompt x circle instead i wish they would just make them all uniform especially like when i'm looking at the design for the ps5 controller and it looks wonky to begin with i can't imagine it just take it takes me about like one whole session of gameplay to get used to where the buttons are and mm. god god help me if i'm playing a game on two different systems at the same time so <laughs> But yeah, so what like, if you've been playing Kill? <laughs> I wanted to go back into the conversation really bad because I could talk all day about this shit. Um, <laughs> mainly, I'm I've like tapered off how much I've been playing Animal Crossing because it's at the point where until they add in like significant new stuff, I have nothing to do. My my uh, fossil things are all complete. I'm slowly adjusting my uh, my what do you call it? My town's like, I need more statues right now, so I was just waiting for Red to show up in my town or someone else's. Oh, he never comes. Let's see. Uh, 
just like I'm, I'm just mainly in like maintenance mode with the game, which is fine. Where I like pop it in once a day, I play for like maybe an hour tops, maybe a little bit more if I have more free time. But other than that, um, the game has kind of lost out to Xenoblade right now, and I've been playing the heck out of Xenoblade. I think I'm about eight hours in. I don't remember. Like, I know where I am, but since I played the game before, I'm going through it a little bit faster than I would have. Also, they um, added some quality of life uh, 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 quality of life improvements to the game, like being able to track where your quests are. That I've was heard... always a nightmare in the Wii and 3DS version, especially on the 3DS with that tiny-ass screen trying to figure out where am I going. Well, it's, it's this blurry tree over here. Oh, thank you. Thanks. When I have talked about playing that game, I never, like... I inevitably get people telling me, oh, you're really going to like it, this and this and this. And then I will always have somebody say, yeah, but maybe don't stream it because the side quests are too long. And I'm kind of like, okay, so. (laughs) So the game itself, as I want to say, about 70 hours long, like the story. Okay. If you do everything, including the side quests, it's like 150. Oh my gosh. There are a ton of side quests. And one of them is like an entire area, like one of them. the settlement areas, you know, like one of the towns, you have like the bulk of the like side quests are all for that town. But it's all really, is it all related to the story or is it all necessary for the story? You can skip most of them. I mean, like you can skip it, but then like, like one of the quests you, um, you get it and it gives you like, you make these things in the game. I'm trying to remember what they're actually called. I forgot. But, like, you basically make, like, these crystal attachment type things that you can put on your weapons, like, health HP up, like, um, ether up, like, different abilities. And, like, early in the game, you have to go to a place in Colony 9 for it. Well, one of the side quests, you get a portable version of that thing, and you can make them on your own. Well, if you decide to skip that, and you actually want to make them, you have to keep going back to Colony 9 every time you want to do it. So you do those side... Some of the side quests are beneficial, some of them are... Just whatever, but you get experience for them. It's an easy way for all of your characters to level up and get more, like, just, you know, bonus points for everything. Um, the more you interact with, like, during doing a certain, uh, doing a certain town's side quest, uh-huh. um, your reputation with that town will increase. And in say, um, say you're doing it for the first one. That's where um, Shulk and Ryan live. Well, they'll their, their, like, friendship will also increase because... You're, you're helping their town. Now you get another character later on named Sharla. If you do stuff for hers, your reput- your friendship with her will go up faster too because you're doing stuff for her town type of thing. Well, that makes sense. So it's not necessary for the story, but it, completionist it helps, me would probably do all of them. It really impact or it really um improves like their abilities and battle and like just it it gives you more to do. And then like when your friendship with them increases, you can do these things called heart to hearts, which are like a special like one-on-one conversation between two different characters and it looks like so you have to swap your party out and rotate them out because if you only play with like you know shulk ryan and sharla you're never going to get them for any of the other characters mm-hmm. and like you'll need like you'll even have to kick shulk out of the party sometimes because you know the other characters need to interact more but even when they're out of battle they still earn experience and stuff so they don't get too far behind they just don't get like the like the what do you call it? The friendship points. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade. <laughs> I you, had, and, um... you and everybody else I know. Ken, are you playing it? No, unfortunately, I've never got on with that series, so I've, I've, I've never bitten the bullet for it, so to speak. Um, if you want me to quote 
one of the dumbest headlines I've ever seen from, I want to say it's, I really want to say this is from Polygon, but it might be Kotaku. The Switch version of Xenoblade is a great place to start for new players. No shit. The the remake of the original game is a good place for new players to start in a series? No shit. Really? Really? They're going to they're going to figure everything out in the most accessible version of it on the most popular platform for for people to play games on? Wow. Never thought that would be the best place to start. I thought it would be the the DLC sequel for the second game. Thought that would be the best place for people to start. Shut up, Polygon and Kotaku. You guys stupid. You guys are dumb. <laughs> Polygon's also the same like place. It's the home of like this one writer who's just like, well, apparently just like playing Animal Crossing for 18 hours a day will burn out everything you can do within a month. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no. Wow. If your entire waking life is playing Animal Crossing, yeah, you're going to run out of things to do. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Go go for a walk outside. Who has, yeah, okay, yeah. As much as I hate going outside, go outside. Read a book. I don't know. Watch rewatch that '70s show again. Even though Danny Masterson's in it, <laughs> and it makes it like kind of questionable to watch nowadays. Just do that. Watch that '70s show and be like, "Oh man, I really wish Laurie Preppen wasn't a Scientologist." That really l- ruins it for me. Oh, she is. Yeah, doesn't that just like doesn't that suck? I didn't know that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a, a very, um, a very. I guess what it was what I'm looking for here. Unpopular opinion. I don't know. What I was gonna say qu- questionable, not questionable, but uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I forget words. Get sleep, kids. I don't know that that. Aw, that kind of ruins Orange is the New Black for me now, too. Scientology's a cult. It's a cult. Yeah. Huh. When I found out, I'm like, that "That sucks, because, like, high school me, like, surprise, pretty sure I had a crush on uh, Laurie Preppen in high school. Not sure why that would be. Again, you and everybody else I know. (laughs) Well, for me specifically, it was just like, oh, like, I look back, I'm like, oh, so this redhead thing went deeper than I thought earlier on in my life. (laughs) Just like as a kid, I'm like, why was Misty my favorite Pokemon character as a kid? Ah, oh, it makes sense now. Ken, what have you been playing? <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm about maybe halfway through the game, I believe. Not too sure. At least that's what my friend tells me. I've been actually doing a lot of reading. You had just started that last time we talked, hadn't you? Yeah, yeah. So I just started it and I've been enjoying my lovely slog through that and then after that, I've been just playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen and oh, and Fantasy Star Online too. And uh, I need to download that. The the less we talk about that, the the better. On, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this now while we're we're talking. I need to go because you have to do it from the Microsoft Store. Yeah. So you have to it's... download, it and then you have to download the client. The client took forever. Because the Microsoft Store, if no one knows, the um, native store for Windows 10 is ass. Oh, yeah. It's uh, pretty balls. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll just not have any place to install something. Because, one, it doesn't it doesn't like to take my non-operating um, my, my like non um, operating system hard drives as acceptable places to download something. And then it just sometimes won't download anything. It will require you to uninstall the Windows Store, and reinstall it and just hope that <laughs> works. I've had to do that several times because it just sat there, wouldn't download. I'm like, look, I'm trying to download Gears of War 5 or whatever. Will you please just download? They're like, oh, 
it can't be downloaded right now. There's no internet connection. I'm like, what do you mean there's no internet connection? <laughs> and I know my internet sucks, but I'm like, I, I, how do you think I just found this on the page? I, 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 I searched for it. It won't, like right now, I'm trying to download it to my three terabyte external, like three terabyte hard drive, and it's like, nah. It's like, so you want me to put it on my C drive, which is 47 gigabytes, and my C, my game drive is 800 gigabytes free. I love how Microsoft makes a very large portion of the world's computer software. Most people use Windows, and then they're just constantly plagued by problems like this. I hate the UI for Windows 10 when I'm trying to just, like, find, like, my network and connection things. Yeah. Because I always oh, have to go I, to, yep. like... I'm like, I just go to the old size side because, like, I'm trying to, like, click on my microphone settings and it just keeps bringing me up to, like, the default thing that you see. I'm like, no, I need to go into the settings itself and change the volume. Yeah. Well, I have to, like, go on this whole runaround just to get there. And then you can't even pin that location to your taskbar to always have it. You just have to remember. So when I'm tired in the morning and shit doesn't work, there's I'm cursing up a storm just trying to get Windows 10 to not be terrible. It's better than Windows 8. But then again, I'm pretty sure so is being on death row. Just saying. I think that's also better than being than using Windows 8. I don't know. Not Windows 8.1, the original Windows 8, which if you hit the Windows key, it flipped over to the stupid tiles. Oh, I, oh, I think I had they, like, I think I blocked that from my memory. Remember when they removed the start menu? Yes. To oh, make it I'm, easier? Oh, like, I'm well, recalling that now. They're like, well, what if like your computer... And your tablet and your phone all had the same interface. Like, this sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I, I, I honestly think I had blocked that from my memory. It's all coming back. Yep. Windows 8 was terrible. Like, Oof. it was so... Windows 8 was so bad that they skipped Windows 9. I was going to say, yeah, they, there was no Windows 9. Wow. That is... Oof. All right. So I will have to try and get this game to download <laughs> at another time. Wouldn't it just be cool, though, to, like, do a one-click and download to the place you want and not on your C drive, which I have M.2 drives, like, those really fast um, um, solid-state drives. They're, like, it's like a stick, but they're, like, Mm -hmm. only 500 gigabytes, and, like, I don't even know if mine are that big. They might even be just, like, 250, but, like, I have no, no space on them because that's where all my temporary internet files, a lot of, like, normal programs keep getting installed to. Yeah. So like I have no room on it and it's like and it's like oh you need to download to this. No. I want it on the ga- the, the 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 hard drive I actually named games. I want it on that one. <laughs> Please. No. Yeah, my also, Oh, go, also, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But Fangirl, is this an actual bird on your <laughs> Do you retweet it? What? You put this thing you retweeted on on your Twitter and it's like this bird Doing a dance. It's a shoe like, bill. Oh, I saw it's that. A, I was about to send it to you. Yeah, that's that's a shoe bill. That's a shoe bill. Yeah, that's a real bird. It's that's yeah. not like a that's not like a muppet or anything like that. No, that, like, that's. I'm like, oh my god, it looks like a muppet. It's a dinosaur. It's a di- it's a, it's absolutely a dinosaur. I love them. They're fantastic. Shoe, shoe bills are the closest thing we have to like a dinosaur. They're like they're amazing and also frightening. They're terrifying. They don't look real. You should, Ken, look up, look up like them fighting each other. It's amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Shoe amazing. Bills are like, they're mostly yeah, solitary. Um, and um, when they have more, like if they have um, chicks, they'll, if they have two, I think they typically have one. But if they have two, whichever one is the weaker one, they will kill it. Yeah. And just raise the one that's still, like the raise the strong one. 
It's like battle royale for with your with your children. Like everyone's like talking about the honey badger. Like oh yeah, everyone's still still talking about the honey badger. That's still a relevant meme. But it's no. like oh that doesn't give shit. It's like no shoe bills don't give a shit. They will kill their own children if they're not strong enough. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. Because no, because because we don't we don't have them here in the island. Obviously. I mean so. they're, they're not. Where where are they even located? I think they're. The I actually want to say they're in Japan. Let me look up real quick. They're like, um, if you ever played, did you ever play, um, what do you call it? It's species, Skyward Sword. just, just to, uh, yeah, if, they're, they're what the loft wings are based off of in Skyward Sword. But just to uh. reiterate the dinosaur aspect, the species the Shubil is under is B-Rex. Yep. So, um, where do they live? They're from Zambia. Uh, from the so- Shubil, South Sudan or the most Zambia. terrifying, uh, yeah, eastern, swamps of eastern tropical Africa. They eat big fish, like, and now the podcast has become uh, nature affiliated. Um, <laughs> on the Wikipedia, on the Wikipedia article, it has um, this bird called the um, hammer cop, and it's like this is the closest relative, and it's this really cute, like, innocuous looking bird, and then it just has this picture of this like menacing shoebill on the other side of the page. Yeah, shoebills can eat crocodiles. Oh my god! What? <laughs> That's what this article I looked up said. They eat big fish like lungfish, eels, and catfish, and also crazy stuff like Nile monitor lizards, snakes, and baby crocodiles. So baby <laughs> crocodiles, but still a crocodile. If these things weren't so scary and like, you know, I don't know if they're, apparently they're docile with humans. If I knew one wouldn't hurt me, I would go and hug it. Oh, absolutely. Hug this bird. Uh, also on my list of animal, I mean, giraffes aren't strange, but they are strange. They giraffes look really, are weird. Gi- giraffes are weird looking and I absolutely love them. And there's a zoo that we go to that lets them roam around kind of in this really, really open area and you can come, they'll come feed from you. And it's my favorite thing in the world to do because they stick out that like super weird long tongue to get, to get the cracker or whatever you have. They're fascinating. Giraffes are real weird. Giraffes are real weird. Also, when they fight, it's very weird. Because they just... they just, like, take their necks and they smack each other. <laughs> yes, they just use their heads. <laughs> yeah, like, like the, their antlers, they use those to attack each other. Yep. And they, just... They, just, they just whip that neck. And, and... I wonder if brontosauruses fought like that. I bet they did. I'm pretty sure they did. That's Honestly. why <laughs> that, that top of the fin looking thing. Yep. What are they going to do? Kick those, like, stumpy legs? Yes, I want to see them kick each other with their stumpy legs now. That would be really cute. I'm sure there's an animation out of this somewhere. Another off-topic, but still related with birds. I'm pretty sure if anyone watches my stream, you know I ha- I'm like obsessed with the geese outside my apartment. Mm-hmm. When they're all sitting in the grass and they just their heads are sticking out, they look like little brontosauruses just like hiding in the grass. They probably are. <laughs> and I really want to pick one up and pet it, but I know they'll bite me. Oh, they'll yeah, they'll bite the absolute like, hell out of you. <laughs> like I'm just looking at them like grow up. I'm like, oh, you're gonna grow up to be a little asshole. <laughs> no, sorry, that like scared the bejesus out of me when I looked at that. I was like, is that a Muppet? <laughs> no, that is that is a shoebill stork they, I found know, they on don't, they don't found on my my Twitter, which I lost like five followers and then I gained them all like five more, and I have no idea. I I don't even know what my Twitter feed is half the time. It's <laughs> so. <laughs> I, like, go through, like, my Twitter follower count, like, it will, like, let's just say right now it's, like, 500 or something. It's not. It's lower than that. But, like, it will be, like, 500, and then throughout the course of the week it will, like, lose 5, gain 6, lose 5, gain 4, and it's just, yeah. like, all week. So I'm like, can I just not go above this one number? 
What is my I, follower count? When people talk know. about Twitter follower counts... Oh, it's 544. <laughs> it's over 500. When, when people talk about Twitter follower counts, I, I'm always like, I'm glad I'm not followed by a whole bunch of people because I would probably post something that would upset somebody because I just post post like i just share whatever happens to pique my interest i shared the video of the crazy frog um i saw that song from like the 90s i was not i was not pleased to have that stuck in my head for an entire 24 hours ken do you know this the crazy frog um um, beverly hills cop theme song thing that was like a ringtone for a long time but they kept trying to get people to download on their phones like i'm talking flip phone era i'm like i'm trying to remember it um Oh, you want a link to it? Yeah, let me let me go take a <laughs> listen in real time right now. Yeah, you 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 want to listen to this fangirl? You can you can listen to this too and be. No, I just got it out of my head. I have some other horrible, horrible internet thing stuck in my head now. Okay, I forgot you can see his penis. Well, I th- I think I know what this is. As soon as it starts and you hear him make noise, you'll know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. It's You'll so have bad. to edit it in so everybody can hear it and, and be be cursed <laughs> with the reminder of what this is. It's cursed. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I see a robot monkey. Once the song <laughs> starts, it's... it's. So, kids, I don't know how old... the I don't know what the average listener age is for this because kids. you're supposed to be 18 to listen to my... Start, to watch my stream anyway. But... Back in, like, the 2000s, like, mid-2000s, everyone still had flip phones. This was, like, before the iPhone came out. And even when it came out, like, the iPhone, you still had to be, you were still, like, tethered to the, I, you know, the Apple Store or whatever. The, I don't have an iPhone. I don't remember what it's called anymore. But if you had a flip phone and you had internet access, you could just download ringtones from wherever you wanted. Because and it was, was very much like a was... thing. Like, you were, like, your social status was based on how good your ringtone was. Yep. If you you had to have you had to have not have a shitty ringtone, it was it was like battle royale with ringtones. Yep. But I I have this, no recollection of this. Really? Like if you watched G four at the time, which is dating me even more. Uh, I um, I never had that type of channels for G four and stuff. This was always on there. It's a thing to download. And this was back where like oh because like people were like oh shit you can download a ringtone that's so cool and this was back when I was still trying to like find midi versions of songs from like i don't know i had like a i think it was a midi version of like mr Brightside. man oh wow and it was like 10 seconds long can i put can i put that on my stream and not have it like flagged (laughs) just oh that sounds fantastic just do what happens on Spotify when you want to look for music, but it's been removed by the artist or the label, and they just have the music box versions, and you're just really upset by it, because you don't realize it's the music box version of it. Hmm. Like, when I accidentally found the music box version of Gangnam Style, I'm like, this is not what I asked for at all. <laughs> but yeah, it was like this era, where like you would just, they would advertise things for you to download onto your flip phone with your internet access, you know, at your slightly faster than dial-up speeds. Yeah, I, I remember going through those times. Like, I, I had the good old Razor phone there. Oh, you didn't have the cool channels, but you had a Razor phone. Yeah. I'm not rich, but I'm that kind of rich, where I had a yeah. Razor phone. <laughs> yeah, we're Asian rich, where we can get those kind of things. That was also your, the status. Which kind of flip phone did you have? Bengal, did you have a Razor phone? 
I did not have a Razer phone. God, I don't even remember what kind of flip phone I had. I definitely had, I had one, though. I had, like, the cheapy Samsung ones, or, or the cheapy um, Sprint ones that were free, until I got a rumor. That wasn't a flip phone, but that one, like, you, <laughs> you took it, flipped it to the side, and you could push out a keyboard. It took me a long time to get over not having a physical keyboard on a phone. Like, My f- I was very reluctant on getting a, a touchscreen phone that didn't have a keyboard, because I have fat man hands <laughs> <laughs> my favorite nostalgia moment involving phones was um i don't know if either of you watch orange is the new black but there's a scene in there where one of the girls in the prison like has a phone and they're not supposed to and it's like being hidden but the one of them finds it and she just takes it to the bathroom and plays snake on it and i'm like oh my gosh i remember that game like i remember being in class like trying to play snake on my phone <laughs> Did you ever um have a hacked T ninety T eighty four T I eighty four or whatever calculator those tech those big graphing calculators and have I, one no, that was hacked to have I, like Doom or Zelda on it? I, I never had a hacked one. I had I had I had friends who had those calculators, but I never had one because like we we couldn't afford it. They were really expensive. Oh, we could, I didn't either. I had like a hand me down. Like after I like failed several tests in, in calculus because I didn't have one and we couldn't afford it, my teacher handed me one. She's like, oh, you can just borrow one of the classroom ones. I'm like. These existed. Yeah, thanks for thanks for giving me own. this ahead of time. Yeah, I, I used the ones that they had in class. Thanks, public school. But yeah. I had like I remember one of my friends had one that like looked like a like a DS, like how a DS looks now. That's what their calculator looked like. That's how say, like say advanced. calculator one more time. Calculator. Okay, I thought you said calculator for a second. My no, mom says calcul- calculator. Cal- calculator. 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 I could go on forever about like mid two thousands shitty nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, like my my high school was consist of the the Nokia brick phone. Yep. My dad had one of those for like a decade, and when he brought it in to like upgrade, he's just like, "Well, the battery's getting bad," and the guy's just like, "How do you still have this phone?" It's the indestructible <laughs> I, I, phone. I, before I had the the Razer flip phone, that was my my driver, so to speak. I say that as as a phone aficionado but i had that in middle school and high school and it would play the eminem without me song as the ring <laughs> was it the real one or was it like a midi version of it like you know like the nokia like those chip tune version ones yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god, oh my god that's god. great and then it had like a special battery where it had led lights when you would call it <laughs> oh my god that's fantastic yeah, so I I had that for a while, and then, like when I, I when I stopped using it, and I stopped using, or started using my razor on my iPhone. I left it there, and then it came back on just for a bit because the battery was just giving its last piece of life before it shut off, and I thought it was possessed. Man, this reminds me that I actually I I need to go upgrade my phone to I need to upgrade my phone to save money on my phone bill. Which seems illogical, but that's what I need to do. The phone I have, I really haven't had any problems with. Like, I I came back, I had a Galaxy S8, Mm -hmm. and it won't work here because they won't take my Docomo phone. Even though it's in perfect condition, I used it for like two years. I wouldn't have, I didn't want to upgrade. This phone's fantastic. And then I got a Galaxy S10e. Is that what what you are? It just took the case off so I can actually see what it is now. Yeah, so I have that, and that thing's fine because I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything with it. The battery's fine. Yeah, like, I, they, I'm. I feel like phones are getting to the point where like batteries are starting to last longer, unless they're an iPhone. 
See, my iPhone is fine. I've never had a problem with the battery on my iPhone. And the only reason I'm thinking about upgrading is because um, kiddo's phone, we actually have the same phone and hers is like cracked. So I think I'm just gonna upgrade hers and then use like that as my phone and then pay for this one outright and give it to her. So, cause there's, we, I've never had a problem with it. Odin has a, a, a Samsung and he has way more battery problems than I do. How old is his Samsung phone? His is fairly new. I don't know yeah. what version it is, but his is, no, it's not a Samsung. It's an LG, but it's yeah, like LG one of them. Kind of <laughs> There's the problem. Okay, so he got it on like a special deal or something, and it was like a really t- like highly rated phone, and it dies in like three hours. LG stands for literal garbage. <laughs> Good to know. I don't have any like big affiliation with any phone. I just been buying Samsung ones because they've been pretty like as far as Android phones, they've been like solid for me. No, yeah, they're very reliable. I had one. I just... Um, I've had I, some terrible Samsung phones before, which turned me off them for a long... I had a Galaxy S2 and a Galaxy S1, the Sprint version of it, back when they used to do carrier-specific versions. Ugh. It was called the Samsung Moment, and it was shit. <laughs> it it did not have its moment, moment of shit, is what you're saying? Or it didn't have its moment. It had um, it had a physical keyboard, which is why I picked it. But it was the slowest thing in the world. I don't think I've ever had a slower phone in my life. So yeah, um, Fantasy Star Online too. <laughs> yeah, I'm very. What, I'm gonna, what I'm is move that? To rants today. Yeah, explain while I I need to shut up for a minute. What is Fantasy Star Online too? So it's an MMO that was released like several years ago. Like in almost, Japan it was like only. eight years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, just about eight years. And it looks like it was run on eight-year-old engine graphics. And then both me and my friend played it because I was a huge fan of the original Fantasy Star Online for oh the God, for the was, Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast, exactly then I bought it for GameCube, ago. and I've been a huge fan of it ever since. I didn't really like their, their newer updated versions, but then it, it's free to play now. So I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go give it a shot. And it's um, it's pretty hard garbage in my opinion. <laughs> But I was I've been treated very very well from Final Fantasy fourteen. That's why. Like PSO two was fine when it came out in twenty twelve. If you were picking up like any time within like like within that five year span, because I think that was after fourteen launched and had to like die and then relaunch. Yeah. Like it was fine, and also it's free to play. It's a free to play game. So if you're like I want to play a game with friends, it's online MMO style. It's free to play. It doesn't have. I mean, you, there's stuff you can buy, but there's no, um, there's no monthly fee or cost. anything like that. Yeah, yeah, there's no built-in cost. There's no monthly thing, but it's super heavy on the gotcha, though. It's super heavy. Mm. Like I'm like, oh, be... like I I can see why how they're getting their money though. <laughs> I don't think it used to be that bad, but over time, it's just gotten more and more like microtransaction and gotcha heavy. But I mean, it's a Japanese online game. It's going to be gotcha heavy. Yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised of it because I, I played, like, all the Bushy, Bushy Road stuff, and that's that's gotcha to hell, but it's it was just very surprising to see it like that. They were like, oh, yeah, you can get this costume and this costume. The, well, sorry, the chance to get this costume. <laughs> and there, there, there's my thing there. But I, I played a good, like, four or five hours of it, and then I, I was like, oh, I, I see its appeal, 
and I really like like the story aspect of it. It took a while. It doesn't read a PlayStation Four controller, so I was really pissed off at that. So I had to dig out my Xbox One controller just to play it because huh. I I don't use Wazdad or whatever. Wazd. Wazd. See, you know, like like Common Rider. Wazd. Wazd. Wazadl. Yeah, so I, I I I had to use the good old Xbox One controller here, and it it took me a while because I I felt like it was burning in my hand. But yeah, I have an Xbox One controller, but I only use it when I have to. I like the controller. There's nothing against it. It just I prefer the DualShock because I use it. Every system I use is DualShock except for um the Switch, basically, like my PS3, PS2, PS4, like Vita TV, my PlayStation Classic. Everything is in that style, so I'm just so used to that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That being said, the PS3 has the worst controller ever made. The DualShock yeah. 3 or the 6-axis? I mean, they're the same thing, like, shape-wise. They're, mm-hmm. like, the most uncomfortable PlayStation controller ever. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm, hold on, let me pick up my PS2 controller. Connect. I think they're, like, the same body, but there's something with the buttons of the PS2 it's probably controller just feel the, the The aspect of having it as a trigger, more so. Yeah, the mushy triggers are terrible for one. Yeah. But I think like because of that, it just it feels better to hold the PS2 controller because you're missing it that back more, bit of plastic that like it feels more sturdy and, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And like, just the I, PS2 I, controller I had to do um, I had to do some cleaning and then I picked up my DualShock three and I was like, oh, it's it's really interesting to hold you again. <laughs> the PS4 controller is also just like currently, I don't think game controllers have ever been better than they are now. Like, granted, the GameCube controller is just amazing inherently but i don't think game controllers have ever been as good as they are now like no matter what system you're playing on you have access to a very good controller now yeah i don't Things mind far more ergonomic i don't mind the ps4 one it's it just hurts my hands after a while i'm so used to that using is. that though but my main system yeah. for like the entire time i lived in japan till the switch was a ps4 mm-hmm. yeah but yeah with that let's continue on to some topics here <laughs> some well, top, some topics, some some topics. I I I have no idea. Like, speaking of the PlayStation Four, we I guess we can speculate on what's going to come with this next generation here because PS 5s announcement is going to happen in a couple of days as of recording. So can we speculate I'm... if it'll actually happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens in the next two days that will prevent it. <laughs> Like I understood why they why they did delay it and good on them yeah. for doing that. No, I agree. I I think that was a, a good move on their part. Yeah, but I um I really hope with like when the thing on Thursday one, I hope they explain more because like I've seen some fake video or videos that possibly could have been fake for the controller. So I'm like I just want to know what the controller does more because they've just shown it, right? And like I just want to know more about that. And then like I just want to know what the thing looks like because the Xbox Series X is one of the most boring game consoles I've ever seen in my life. What do you mean? It doubles as a fridge, right? Yeah, it looks like a fridge. <laughs> like I'm looking at all of my other hardware. Even the Wii U looks more interesting than what, that. What? What console is a, this? The Xbox Series X, the next Xbox. It's basically a PC tower. Yeah, but it's 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 a huge chunk of. The I thing. I'm looking at it right now that I. Like, because I, like I, I wouldn't understand. I don't play Xbox, so. Like, I understand the shape because that is something that easily fits into an adult's entertainment center. That is something that you, like, because a lot of video game consoles do look like game consoles. They look more toyish. Yeah. But, like, that does, that would easily slot into 
an entertainment console. And since it's standing, it's easy to have like, you know, just the area where the disc would go in to be like free to put something. So you could put it behind something almost. Looks like you can stand it up or you can lay it on its side with the, the disc area. It, it looks it looks like my my Sony soundbar boombox thing. Mm. It just looks like that. It just looks like a clean, nice looking tower. It's it, it's it just looks boring. like an Amazon Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that honestly could be part of the inspiration because that would go in with more modern modern designs for things. Like, is that modernism? Is that what it's called for stuff? It's boring. Like, if you go to, like, the McCafe-style McDonald's and they're just boring yeah. in, like, shades of brown, white, and, like, black. And that's just the colors of everything. It's just boring. Should we go back to the like '90s versions of McDonald's or the Dude, early get, '80s? Yeah, '90s McDonald's or like um, late '90s, early 2000s Taco Bell. Oh my god! Like, give me that jazz '90s thing on every single video game console. I want a PS2 with the jazz design on it. You know, it's funny. So you guys say that for you guys, McCafe. We have an actual cafe. It looks like a diner in one of our McCafes. Oh, and it's nice. in, like the most sketch part of town that no one would want to go to. <laughs> That's how they get you there. You're like, well, they got that cool McDonald's there. Yeah, the one that looks like a '50s diner. But yeah, no, no, you you're probably gonna get mugged. But does it does it come with there. um all the? Does, if it's a '50s diner, does it come with all the racism that's included with that? Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the kind of is. <laughs> if if you're you're white. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that, I mean, that, who cares if, if it's just if you're against white people? Who cares? <laughs> what were we? But yeah, <laughs> but we, were about, we, yeah we were talking about we were talking about PS Five. Well, for the PlayStation PS Five um, launch or you know reveal, I really hope everyone's dreams come true, and we have a Silent Hill game that takes place in Resident Evil that's being helmed by Kojima and owned by Microsoft. And I just want all the rumors to come true at one time, so it's just a big clusterfuck of like, well, here we go, here we go. I and Persona Four Golden coming out for Steam. That that apparently it like has more to back it up because they found for Persona Four Golden they did find the Steam database images for it, which if Persona Four is coming to PC, that's a big win for a lot of people. I just, I'm just looking at that. I'm like, but Persona 3, though? Persona 3, though? Oh, we're not going to, okay, we're not going to get that one again. Okay. I've seen rumors uh, about a Bloodborne 2 sequel. Bloodborne 2, I could see happening on PS5. Apparently, Bloodborne's also coming to PC, which after, let's see, Horizon Zero Dawn's come to PC. Um, was there another big Sony exclusive that came out that people were, like, becoming whiny crybabies about? I thought it was a lot, the, a lot of the Gorilla games. So I thought Killzone was going to be a part of that oh, yeah. also. With possibly. Like, I love how people get mad about that, Mike, because more people can play it. It's called... But my, my thing is better. My console's better. I got a gatekeep. I was going to say, that is that is like gatekeeping 101 is... is They can't move this game off my console because then somebody else will play it. And then is, my thing's not special anymore if you yeah. can do it too. Like, the only time I'd find it be weird if something that was an exclusive came to, like, PC or another system would be, like, if a Nintendo IP showed up somewhere else. Because that would just be weird. Because, like, it's one thing to see, like, a Sony one jump ship. I'd be like, okay, that's not as big of a deal to me. Because, like, Sony's always been kind of, like, blurred the lines between multi-platform and, like, um, third-party and stuff. Well, yeah, I was going to say, most most Sony games you can find multi-platform. Or either that or they're released for, like, 
PlayStation and an Xbox and PC all at the same time. Mm. And like they're like the old mascot characters, um, Spyro and Crash went from being Sony exclusives to on everything. So like it kind of like broke the seal a little bit. So like it wouldn't be that weird if someone's like, well, you know, um, Ratchet and Clank's coming to like PC. But like that doesn't seem too weird to me because it come, almost seems like a natural evolution of their mascot characters eventually leaving the system. But like if Mario just showed up on PC. That would be, be weird, weird and would probably be really buggy and a mess. Yeah, it would be it would be odd. I wouldn't like oppose it though, but I would just be like, "Oh wow, that's interesting." It would feel weird cuz like I I I associate playing Nintendo games with Nintendo like um controllers. Mm-hmm. So like to play like say like play Mario 64 with a PS4 controller would just like be really weird to me. Yeah, I've heard I've seen the Silent Hill remover uh rumors God of War, Bloodborne, Resident Evil 8. I hope RE8, I just want that to be... I mean, that's, they've already, like, been, I think, confirmed that they're working on RE8. It's just nothing's been, like... Nothing's confirmed, been confirmed, confirmed at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had to take breaks from it to, you know, put out all the remakes. Yep. And they were all I mean, so it, it seems like they rushed three. <laughs> oh, you think? They rushed three. <laughs> Well, like I said, I don't know. I I never played the originals. <laughs> yeah, it's they they did rush three, and I just I just, the only rumor I don't want to be true is for, uh, Gary Four remake. It's still I think too soon to remake that one because they can literally like shove it out for twenty zero? bucks. Zero and one already like zero wouldn't get a remake. I don't think zero and one like are in like a bundle where they can just like shit those out all the time in four K or whatever they want, and they're fine. They can make money off those. Put out for twenty bucks, cost them like you know five dollars to make each copy, or whatever. Mm. They make money all the time. Or what, what was it? Cro- Code Veronica. Code Veronica. I don't think we'll ever see the light of day again. I really don't because it has so much weird stuff in it, and it's just kind of like the black sheep of the series. But it's like I thought, pr- I thought Zero was. <laughs> Zero's Zero's the weird one because it's the worst of the old style, but Code Veronica is like the oddball one it's the main series title without a number that came out on the dreamcast so it's always been weird like it's really campy it's got like a villain that has like a cartoonish laugh um it's very long it's difficult it's kind of confusing to get around if they remade it it would almost have to be a completely different game Hmm. Hmm. yeah it'll be interesting to see what what they actually reveal i don't i'm not i don't usually watch reveals like that because it's I don't know. I never have anyone to like really watch it with that I can talk about. So I always just catch the news later. What time of day is it? Or when is that um thing supposed to happen? The, uh, the it's ten a.m. for me. So just add six hour, five hours to you guys. So okay. three p.m. Okay, so that's after my stream. I'm so it's like a really sure weird my... time of the day. Yeah, like literally, I wake up and it's just gonna be my my Saturday morning cartoon thing. That that makes sense because when they um. When Nintendo had a direct and they announced Breath of the Wild two, I was picking my kids up from school. Mm. So, yeah. yeah so, why do they always do uh, it that time of day? I'm I'm gonna have a very good laughing time while I'm editing this, while we're saying all these speculations and just like <laughs> that's we got it all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a good old time doing this episode. <laughs> so mostly just the console and the games. Yeah, I would I would want a release date and at least confirmation that a lot of these other series 
are getting a sequel, so like God of War, obviously, Horizon Zero Dawn. I would like to see Days Gone because it there there's just another part of the world that just happened because it it was only they teased the sequel. They literally teased the sequel in the game. And I would kind of like to see the end of that story. Mm-hmm. That, that that's how much Days Gone gripped to me. I was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but wait. So uh, do they allude to we... other things happen in the rest of the world? You said, yeah. Also, in Last of Us, this is just off topic. If anyone knows, does anything else? Is there any problems in the rest of the world, or is it still limited to the United, the United States in that in that like world? Or does no one know? I think it's the rest of the. world. I was gonna say I thought it was everything. I don't know, that, that game's stupid, so I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. They they kind of offhandedly say that it's it's the rest of the world in Days Gone because it was like oh yeah the virus got taken to this worldwide like convention thing and then everyone got it and I'm like oh okay that that explains like it's just not the U S it's mm-hmm. everywhere although it would be a very 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 interesting concept to see It'd be very hand hands handmaid's tale to have just America have a crisis and an apocalyptic thing but the rest of the world is fine. That's literally what happens in The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, I could just turn on CNN and kind of just I mean, get the same feel. <laughs> you're not wrong. How do we feel about backwards compatibility? I'm I'm always for it because I'm tired yeah, of uh, I think I'm tired so of having to lug around so, a bunch of systems. If I want one thing that the Xbox is kind of drilling into everyone's head that Microsoft is doing is, I kind of want backwards compatibility open. I understand mm-hmm. with certain things why it wasn't able to do it, but I'm, we'll, we'll get up upon this with another question that we'll get from one of your from one of your viewers or your followers, mm-hmm. Kill. But it it's getting really hard to try and play certain games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I think it's very important to be able to at least have that library open without sailing the high seas, so to speak, to look for that game. No, I agree. I think backwards compatibility would be a good thing. I actually touched upon this slightly in my... Hold on, hold on. I'm going to, like, knock over everything trying to move my chair back. I actually touched upon this briefly in... Not briefly. In several of my episodes of Retrosaurus about games how you can't even find them anymore or play them on anything modern because of shit and they don't have good, like, HD versions. Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's, like, Silent Hill 3, for example, which is the most recent one I talk about, and, like, Haunting Ground, um, there's no modern way to play either of those games, like, in a proper form. Like, if you want to play Haunting Ground, you either have to spend out the ass for a PS2 copy or make a Japanese account and buy a Japanese version that only has Japanese text, which most people aren't going to do that. And that's only on PS3. And then if you want Silent Hill, you can buy the HD collection, which is garbage. Or you can find a PS2, or you can try to get the PC version to work. I mean, there's there's resources out there, but like uh, to get them to work properly, it's pretty hard. Like backwards compatibility would really make it so like a lot of these old PS2 discs and stuff like that could like be used. Or even if you could just have download versions of those versions again, that would be great. And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand. I understand that too. Like, I would want that specifically for. Like minor mini games that was taken out of HD ports. So, mm-hmm. like for example, Metal Gear Solid Three is a very infamous one because they got rid of Snake vs. Monkey. Mm-hmm. Why did they and get rid the, of that? Because the copyright was done already. Uh, and Konami would would never go through the trouble of uh, 
Yeah, so like after after the original three subsistence and any HD copy of it got rid of it, and then the HD copy of three got rid of the nightmare, which was a very like psychedelic concept demo that Kojima was doing, which was very interesting. I wouldn't have mind playing a game like that because it was which, like a, a, which version of that game? Which version is that in? It's in. Three subsistence, original three and subsistence, oh. and then they took it out for the HDs. I just reach on over and grab my Japanese copy of Metal Gear Solid Three subsist- subsistence. Let's see, I'm trying to find it in here now. What is this card in here? Oh, okay. I've never under really understood why back like in older consoles, like you said, it makes sense that backwards compatibility wasn't a thing, but as new technology has come out, I've just never understood why backwards compatibility hasn't been a thing. Because you're not going to spur people into buying old consoles. So, and like, if their stops working, I mean, it just has never made sense to me. Like, I'm currently in a constant battle trying to keep my PS2s working. Yeah. And once they're dead, like I mean, that's it. Yep. That, that that's it. Like I, uh, you can I can rip the disc to like my PC, but PlayStation Two emulation still sucks. Yeah, so. and I've just I've just never under. I mean, that goes hold back hold back to the whole conversation of preserving, you know, h- historical parts of it. But it's just never made sense to me why backwards compatibility isn't a thing. Mm. And even like Nintendo is bad with it too because you can buy. Like on the Wii U, you could buy games and and emulate them, and that was that was fine. But it's I do still not an understand emulation. why they are sitting on such a treasure trove of easy money, but they won't re-release any of these games. That doesn't they make have sense, so any sense to me games either. That makes... they could just re-release like that, like all the two mm-hmm. D ones, just put them out, and they're just like nah. But why? Like even like when they're just put in the online app, it's like you could make so much more money yep. reselling me. Like Metroid Zero Mission for eight bucks, like like just eight dollars. Yep. I would rebuy Metroid Zero Mission and Fusion for what almost whatever price you tell me, just to have it digitally. Yep. And you're just like, nah. Here's like a weird version of Metroid One where it just has one of the passwords already built into it that you could just input in yourself before. Like I don't want that. No one wants this. Yeah, that oh, here's make a one-off Japanese-only title that no one's heard of before. No one wants that. They want the shit that they like. They want the big stuff. I want Paper Mario. Both of them on the Switch or just... I mean, that's their current console. I want Paper Mario on the go. A good one. Not the terrible ones they've been putting out. The two good ones. But no. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. Well, and it also doesn't make sense that, like... Isn't the DS, like, being phased out? The, the 3DS has already been phased out by Nintendo. Yeah. Nothing so, new is coming out on it. There's no reason to not let us not port a lot of those games over because if you, even if you had it on the 3DS, you might pay for it again so you could play it on the Switch. Or if you didn't have a 3DS because you didn't like the 3DS and you want to play it, I mean, like you said, they're sitting on a gold mine. I it, would pay for an HD version of Samus Returns. I already own it. I own the collector's edition of it, like the one that came out of Japan, which only came with the soundtrack. I own the collector's edition. I own the three Amiibos that came with it. I will buy them again. I will buy the game again just to have it in HD so I can play it on something that isn't my small, like, normal size Japanese new Nintendo 3DS. 
for the like for the love of god just give me what i what i want yeah it it doesn't make sense to me from a marketing standpoint at, at all because you know capitalism says let's do this to make money and this is be easy money but like they had such a good reaction to people people um like being able to buy games on the um on the like the Wii e show, or the Wii um v- virtual console, and then they just like they're like nah fuck that, and it hasn't been as good since then. And then they took that offline. Yeah. I don't know. How did we get here from like the PlayStation Five? Because we were talking about backwards compatibility. Okay, I'm like trying to like I, I can't keep track of what what goes on anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, we were talking about because they said I, I was just browsing an article and they said. Um, that there's rumors swirling about it having full backwards compatibility to early PlayStation games. Like if but it yeah. I disc, highly like... doubt that. I would I would highly doubt that because they already re-release stuff throughout their their catalog digitally. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to have it physically. Like I would love to play my Tomba for PS1 on my P- PlayStation 5, but oh well. <laughs> Honestly, if they just let me use all the current download PS1, 2, and 3 games that they've had on the PS5 day one purchase for me yeah like if it just because if i could take out two of the systems that are on my like my um my setup because currently what i have out is a japanese ps3 my xbox 360 Mm. um my gamecube with the game boy player dreamcast my us wii my japanese wii my us wii u i don't have a japanese one uh, in my original Xbox, this is just to play the games I typically play. Sorry, and I have a US and a Japanese PS2 for PS2 and, J- and PS1 games. This is how much stuff is just near my system or near me that is not a classic console like one of those um, plug and play ones. I also have a Super Famicom Mini, a Famicom Mini, and a PlayStation Mini just to try and get everything in available in some way. And the other room has my Xbox One, my PS4, my Vita TV. Like, this is all stuff. I would like to condense this and put things back in boxes. I would like to have my PSP games be able to be playable, Oh, my too. God. That would be so nice. Just let me play PSP games on the TV. Please. Please. A Vita TV is too expensive for people to buy. Getting a PSP 3000 with the cords is too expensive. And just, like, who would do that? And the PSP shop is dead. And you can't download my PS... Our PC... So if you want to get a PSP game onto your system now, you have to download them to PS3 and then transfer it. Yep. If you want to get games like Silent Hill, the PlayStation 1 download, you have to have a PS3 download to that and then cha- transfer it to the Vita. The Vita, which you need a regular Vita, and a Vita TV I don't think you can do it with. No. To the Vita, and then plug that into the Vita TV. So you have to have two of those systems just to play Silent Hill 1 on a modern, more modern way. Mm-hmm. There's no re-release. There's no PC version. So I, I would like them to take full use of their acquisition of Gaikai more better than they have been with the PlayStation Now thing. It is nice. I did have a trial for it, but it doesn't replace the fact of me having it fully in my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. That I forgot like uh, about Gaikai. Like I'm I like I thought I always. What am I trying to say here? I remember when they were a thing, and then they got, like, immediately bought out by Sony, and then they just, like, everything they were working on just, like, never came to fruition. Do you remember GameTap? Yep. If we're, we're going to go back to, like, <laughs> mid-2000s boomer shit, GameTap was, like, the first attempt at streaming video games, or one of the first attempts of it, all from the internet. Like, just streaming a game to whatever. I had The Mall. 
the mall was like a, I think the Castle Crasher people made no the Explosion Man people made it. I was playing that on my iPhone with touchscreen controls that were not good with the most <laughs> the most amount of latency and lag possible. Oh my god! And this was like 2009. I think it was through GameTap, but like GameTap even had like commercials on TV. It's like good oh, to stream your favorite games, and like everyone had like broadband, so it didn't work. I vaguely remember that. Oh god, like the. <laughs> Like the the user interface looks like an original Xbox. I'm just like looking at it now. It's it was back like of course classic Sega's on it. Man. Stream Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. What are some other series that were on Sega consoles besides Sonic? I never had a Sega console. Sonic the Virtual Fighter, different Virtual, virtual Fighter. Series. Oh, Virtual um, Fighter. That's I mean, where, like, you can pl- you can play Virtual Fighter Five, the prime Virtual Fighter game in Yakuza Seven. The entire yeah. game. That's, oh the, that's how small Virtual Fighter Five. The 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 prime top. The, what they use for like Evo and stuff like that for all the fighting game tournaments. It is, um, all in vir- not Yakuza Seven. Excuse me, Yakuza Six, the latest one for um, Kidu. The entire arcade game is in Yakuza Six. One second, I have a, I follow up with that. Yakuza Six. Okay, it's not on it yet. If Yakuza 6 comes to PC, which it probably will, that will yeah. mark the first time Virtual Fighter 5, you said, or 6? Of 5. That yeah, will mark the six. first time Virtual Fighter 5 has come to PC. <laughs> if it stays in there and they port it to PC, that will be the first time Virtual Fighter 5 is available on PC. That's, and the only way to get it. That's, 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 a, that's a really long game there. Oh, Side note, did you know, like, you know how Yakuza and Shenmue and stuff like that all have, like, OutRun and stuff in it? Like, the old Sega games OutRun and, like, um, yeah, Space yeah, Harrier? Yeah. yeah. If you speedrun, like, OutRun or Space Harrier, stuff like that, on the leaderboards, you can specify the Yakuza version, the Shenmue version, if it's HD <laughs> or not. And they all, they're all, like, I don't know if they're different boards, but you can specify which game within a game you played it on. Yeah, so I I kind of I I was looking through this because this through our talk last time about speedrunning and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this a serious thought because I was like I was joking with the AKB one, but then I was like, oh, maybe they do have dating sim games. They do. They have it for um Dream Daddy. Oh, <laughs> what's that? that? So and it's specifically for each run of that person. Oh, to like get each um each partner. Yeah, to each partner. So I'm like, Jesus. And then there, there's one for Common Rider also for the the Muso game. Oh yeah. And someone did each scenario, side scenario, and speed run the side scenario. Even if it's a mini game, like a mini side scenario, mm-hmm. they put the the time for that. So I'm just like, oh, if you can do this, I can do the AKB game. I can speed yep. run that you game. No one's gonna board. ever do this. <laughs> you might have you have to make might have to make the board and become the moderator for it. But a world record's a world record. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! As someone who has three world record runs on speedrun.com, a world record's a world record. <laughs> I, you're not wrong, but I'm still working on the Ghost Head um, A ranking one. I have a video I could like upload and get third place, but I don't want third place. I want second or first place. Yeah, so like I'm like thinking to myself, well, there's like th- three runs that I can just do off the top of my head. I can do the dateless run, the fastest anyone run, and then a specific member run. Yeah, just make three boards. Cool. I mean, so, I mean well, you could technically make 148 boards. Yeah, 148 <laughs> boards. 
No, forty nine, because you have to do the, the the you reject them. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's right. So that's technically an ending too. Hmm. So, but yeah, back to the PS five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it would be nice if they put the full emulation for it, but who knows? I would. Yeah. I I would I would want to see the box and what more so what they're going to do with it and a couple other games like I know for a fact that they're already working on God of War 2 so I would like to at least see a somewhat of a trailer of that yeah mm-hmm. at least a lot of their first party games because especially now seeing how wonky Microsoft did with their their Series X montage this is the chance <laughs> to for Sony to take the wind again so to speak but yeah. we'll see like i said i'll be laughing while i'm editing this and if we just were getting this all wrong i always think it'd be funny if we actually got something right i just want <laughs> i just want some big thing from like any series like i want i want to see some new shit and i want to see some sequels to some old shit yeah like just give me so what if space channel 5 got a a, a sequel because apparently the vr game did really well did it? I want to play that still. Um, if anyone would like to donate a PlayStation VR to me because I used to own one, I don't own one anymore because I had to sell it. I will willingly take a um, new PSVR. What? <laughs> Anything else about PS Five? Do we have any other new stuff? I'm trying to think, and we have, I've gone on long tangents and talked over people for a long time. I don't know. Really I know. can't even think of any other gaming news I've seen recently. Yeah, I mean, we kind of hit all the other things. Uh- while we were talking about the PS5. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been the PS5. Like, that's the only thing I've I've seen in the last week that's related to gaming. I haven't even heard anything about the... Like, I didn't even know the Xbox was coming out with a new console. That's how, like, dominant the news about the PS5 has been. Well, they announced it also, like, last year, mm-hmm. almost. So yeah. it's just, like, they're just waiting for more information about that. Like, there has been stuff. It's just kind of, like, honestly... It's the Xbox was kind of like, who gives a shit? I, I'm going to laugh so hard if the PlayStation 5 secured gameplay footage for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> God, that was such a joke. Game tra- trailer, gameplay trailer, no gameplay. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I'm going to have such a, a good old time laugh if that happens. Yeah, other than that, it's been um, fairly quiet. Except for like DCMA stuff. Yeah, that's the thing um, right now. Let's say we can briefly talk about that. If you're on Twitch and you're playing copyrighted music, DMCA takedowns are being issued. But since oh, like, yeah, I was go- I was gonna ask about that. So wait, what's kind of going on? That that that's literally stopping me. Well, one of the reasons why it's stopping me for playing the AKB game because as soon as you start the game, it'll play AKB 48 music. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. just and like, I don't Whoa. know how it affects in game because a couple of times when I played Life is Strange. It got it got muted because of the music in the game, mm. which I had literally no control over playing because it was built into the game. It's really so weird, if like, I were to um... play, if I were to play Death Stranding and low roar music started to play, I'm just gonna get. I have muted. no idea. <laughs> some bands have have come out and said they're like, like I think it was the Midnight. It's um some synth pop or synth wave band. I don't know. I'm really not into that style of music. It's kind of generic Twitch people music. But that band was like, if you play our stuff on Twitch, it doesn't matter. Like, we're not going to DMC. They're like, if something happens, appeal it. It will be, you know, it will be resolved. Like, some bands have come forward or, or like, and said, like, our stuff, don't worry about it. Or some people have been like, here's a bunch of different places you can go if you rely on having music. Because, like, if people do, 
like um, a, a friend of mine, Absolute Filth TV, he does Fortnite streams or he does um, FIFA. So most people, what they do is they put on song requests. Uh-huh. So he had song requests. So he just he had to go through and because it was um, that's what Twitch support has suggested for people who are worried. Delete all of your clips and VODs. And so, like, a lot of people have lost five years worth of stuff. Yeah. Because if you don't know, you go through. Because, like, if you get flagged three times, it's you get three strikes, you're out. Your account will be completely banned. And that's, yeah. And, now, like, I mean, I, I'm thinking about going through, because I don't have any VODs saved with it, but I've had to change one of my yeah. alerts, and I'm thinking about going through and deleting the clips that have it in it, even though it's, like, it's 15 seconds long, and it's an 80s song that's, like, 20 years old. So the people who are issuing the DMCA is the RIAA, who is the Recording Industry Artists of America. No, Recording Industry Association of America. They're a bunch of dicks. Mm-hmm. but So they're the ones issuing the takedowns. So basically, if your music has... If there are rights to the music in the United States, um, there's a chance of it being flagged. Um, one, once people, one thing someone suggested was go look up the song on YouTube. If the official video is flagged um, with saying, like, this is the song that's in it, that's a good way to tell whether or not a um, DMCA bot will catch it. Because, mm-hmm. like, if the official video is being tagged as the official song by the algorithm, then that's how they check it. Mm. But, like, personally, I only use game music. Um, I got rid of my sub alert for Walk the Dinosaur, which is fine. I don't think it would ever get flagged because it's an 80s song from a band that no one remembers. So like I have one other one I think only I think I need to get rid of my sixty nine bit alert one the um careless whisper because I'm sure that will be flagged yeah and I mean it's it's just unfortunate I think um, because it's no one is like playing this saying like ooh I'm gonna make all this money off the song I'm playing no they're just playing it because it's a reference or it's a meme or it's funny or it, they like <laughs> the song or it sounds good or, I don't know they're taking it down because it's like. They have this idea that every time it's used and they're not making money, that's money lost. As if they would have been making money from that anyway. Yeah, I don't like, know a whole lot of people who are listening to Hungry Eyes on a regular basis. I mean, I it's am, It's like but... a theoretical loss. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, people know, at least from my channel, people know what Walk the Dinosaur is because I used it as a sub alert. If someone, like, likes that song now or looks it up or even buys that song on iTunes or something, it's because they possibly heard from me and they like that song now. Like... That you have you stand more of a chance of getting money from people hearing the song and really liking it and associating it with someone they right. like as opposed to losing money, right? Because it's either get like get get nothing or possibly get like you know nothing happens and it will be the same whether or not they played it or possibly get a sale. Yeah. Can you were saying something? So that means possibly you won't be able to play any GTA games. GTA games um have a good chance of being DMCA'd. Um, like if someone clips it. Now the thing is, VODs are all automatically muted if something's caught. What they're, this company is going through right now is they're checking clips. Clips do not get muted, like by mm. default. What Twitch needs to do is Twitch needs to do the same algorithm for their VODs on their clips. But the problem is sometimes they're like three seconds right. long. How do you like run a run something through a three second long thing and get like an accurate thing? And the thing about the thing about in game music is you don't get to choose that. Mm-hmm. Mm. like some companies have done this and i think more companies need to i think a lot of ubisoft and maybe ea games they will they will have a mode called streamer friendly mode for the um soundtracks which it will strip out all the music that will have copyright issues like are all licensed music that will um 
that will most likely flag something. So say like it has something in there from like a couple in-house bands. Say there's like five songs from in-house bands, three from like, I don't know, the Killers. It will turn off the Killers music so you won't hear it. So only the in-house bands will play. Now, will you maybe get flagged? Yes, but you can appeal that because it's in-game stuff that doesn't have um like a copyright attached to it that would um would would be affecting that. Like it would just be a false claim. And then you're saying it's mostly for the U.S.-based stuff, right? Since it's RIAA, it's U.S.-based stuff. So, like, um, none of my Japanese game music has been flagged. Um, I don't have any J-pop or anything, but, like, as K-pop has gotten more popular, they have U.S. labels now. So there's a good chance of K-pop being flagged. J-pop might get flagged, um, especially if Japan picks up on their side with this. So anything that's like really, especially if it's really popular music in something, it's best to just not play it anymore. Turn off song requests, things like that. Um, what was it? Oh, what was it exactly? Oh, me- funny. Metal Gear Solid Five will always get you a muted audio or copyright claim against you. And I feel like that's I feel like that's very unfair because when they made the game, and I mean, there's been arguments about the about streaming video games being distributing content and all of that, but I thought that was kind of overruled because it's also a way for the companies to make money. I don't know. There was something about that, like, mm-hmm. the, the actual legality of streaming video games to begin with. But... Like, even Nintendo has backed off on, like, copyright claiming people because they'll, they'll still be shitheads about it, but I think they've understood that there's streaming games is not going anywhere, and it will benefit them more to have people play their stuff online and get views on that because it will generate more right. sales. Because some people, if you see someone playing a bunch of weird things on Mario Maker, what are you going to go do? When you get a Switch, you're going to buy Mario Maker too, well, aren't you? Like, it will sell regardless, but it will sell more now. And it's and the thing about copyright is copyright prevents somebody from claiming that your work is theirs. And I don't think anybody mm-hmm. is sitting on Twitch or YouTube and going, "Oh yeah, I totally, I totally invented uh, Metroid. This is my game." Mm-hmm. No one's doing that. And I know, like, there's fair use with like transformative work, and it's really hard to say me playing this game is transformative. It's different than what someone else right. did. But like, if I'm playing, like, I'm playing, I played Silent Hill three today. No, like, very people might have come because I was playing three, but they stayed because I was complaining and whining. Or they stay That's what they're there for. They're, they're there for me to whine and bitch and moan and complain. They're not there necessarily because, oh, this make, this is the best ver- way of playing Silent Hill 3. Now I don't have to play it or play it myself. They're just like, why won't this guy shut up? I'm in- intrigued. I'm just going to toot my own horn a little bit. I'm in a good mood right now. So <laughs> I'm assuming that's why people say. Like, it's, it's not... I'm not claiming Silent Hill is mine, but I will claim my thoughts on it. And that's what people are there right. for. Like, I don't think game companies get that. Yeah. Especially Japanese companies. They do not get it at all. Oh, yeah, they don't. <laughs> like, Atlas is like, oh, don't stream Persona 5 past, like, April 30th. That's the first, like, five hours of the game. Yeah, no, and you can see that they they blocked it for for Royal. Mm. Anything dealing with the Third the last, the, the, the third semester they they just blocked it internally with the ps5 or the ps4 so it just reminds you hey you you can't do any screenshots here or any recording here we're gonna block it i hate that because like it just it really takes out a lot of the social aspect of games like because sometimes you see something weird you want to share it with people you see a weird clip from something like 
like what was it um like let's just say in xenoblade 2 in xenoblade 2 like there's the all the the enemies running around in a circle screaming don't forget me and stuff like that and really weird wonky like storybook like english accents and people see that like i want to play this meme of a game it will sell more copies it will like get someone else interested in it well and here's another thing about that so essentially if they're blocking the latter part of persona 5 they're blocking the ending of the game which you could argue maybe they don't want to spoil the ending of the game for people because then they won't go buy it that's not necessarily true because if yeah, it's yeah. shit anyway, so I wouldn't Well, have and that's, that's the thing, is that could backfire on them, because if you're if you're somebody like me, who sometimes, you know, doesn't have a lot of money for games, and you're watching somebody else play it, and you don't get to see the end, you might go, well, I have no idea if I'm going to like the ending, so I'm not going to buy that. Yeah. So. And, like, for, there's a lot of games for me, like, I will not buy another Atlas game. I will not buy another one. Will that stop me from watching someone play, like, Speedrun Catherine? No. I mean, I don't really like it, but, like, if someone's speedrunning Catherine, they're not losing a sale from me because they were never going to earn one from me. Like, none of that's going to stop me. Like, it's them playing through the whole story is not going to affect my purchase because if I was already going to to buy it, I would have, you know, I wouldn't be watching it or I would have seen a bit and be like, okay, I want to buy this, so I'm going to leave now. Like, people can pretty much police themselves on, like, if they're going to buy something or not with that. So, like... You, you don't stand to lose much. And if your game is bad and you're going to lose sales from streams, that then you need to work more on your shit. That means that your quality is not high right. enough. Because I was like that with Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. I I had no interest until I saw people go through it. And I was like, oh, that looks good. Now it makes me want to see the other endings that that particular person didn't get. So I bought the game. Mm-hmm. Especially with one of those two, because you're like, oh, that guy got everyone killed. I could do that better, probably. Like, or I want to try that. That doesn't look that hard. Like, I mean, I think the Souls series probably, like, um, benefited significantly from people playing it online and seeing people do it and having challenge runs. Right. And, like, building a community. Like, that game series benefited, like, going from, like, a very little known, like, um, niche Atlas published game of Demon Souls and now being one of the biggest, like, franchises to stream on online. It's probably big, like, in part, like, almost not, almost entirely from the fact that, like, streamers made it fun to watch failure and success. Oh man, speaking of Demon Souls, I wouldn't mind seeing Demon Souls come back again. <laughs> if someone buys me a copy of that, I'll play it. I already have it in Japanese and I'm, I'm not gonna buy it again, but if someone buys me that, I will stream hmm. it. <laughs> As much as I complain and bitch and moan about not liking um, Soul stuff, I will play Demon Souls because it's old and janky. Mm-hmm. And I will hate every minute of it. But yeah, it's it's a thing that's happening, so. So many old games get new life, then like it makes games like uh, our platforms like GOG become more popular. By like streaming? I didn't know that, yeah, like FMV games have gotten like a new life via streaming. Let's move on to questions. If you are a part of my Discord server, you can go into the Ask Yo section and ask me a question, which I will respond to if it's something immediate. If not, we will answer them on here. If you're not part of it, there is a link in the description of... Wait, this doesn't go on YouTube anymore. There's a link (laughs) pinned on my Twitter account. So follow me and go find it there to get in or go to my Twitch channel to find it. Um, One of our first questions we have was actually in between episodes. The first one was from Sludgefest McGee. Uh, what's my opinion on emulation? Um, I'm pro emulation. Yeah, I would agree. You guys. Yeah, if if it gets to the point like like this was the thing that I wanted to talk about. Well, if it gets to the point that 
I can't buy it on current consoles, then unfortunately I I will have to emulate and I don't want to. This is coming from the the X Games stop guy power to the corona there as that kind of person where I I would want the physical game. I would want the copy. It isn't right for me to have it as emulation. But if it gets to the point that I possibly can't support these people no more or support the company or anything like that, then I I won't have a choice to but to emulate it. And it it's it will be my last stand. <laughs> That's where I die on. So yeah. My thought is if the company that that owns the rights doesn't want your money um then you have to like get the game I mean you're not entitled to anything because all these are entertainment products but if the company that that owns the rights doesn't want your money and it's way too expensive to buy like a like a um a um like a used copy like if I want to buy an actual clock copy of Clock Tower 2 the struggle within it's going to cost me $150 on eBay right. minimum I am not mm-hmm. doing that I am not doing that I refuse. So my only way to go around that is emulating it. If there is a way to get it, especially like a lot of the old classic PC games, you can get them for pennies on GOG. Just go in there or on Steam. They're penny. Like you can get them a lot of them for under 10 bucks, some for even under $5. That's one of those like if you can afford it, just don't be a cheapskate and get it. They'll probably work better on your modern system anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with everything you guys just said. It. I feel like it's... I feel like it's necessary for some entities because, like you said, they're just not... You can't play them anymore, or you can't get them, or it's not available, so... Uh, there's a follow-up to that one where um, where Barry said emulation is only allowed for Scott Pilgrim, the movie, the game. Since you cannot buy that anymore, I even think the creator of, this, of the games even said this. If you can, get them some other way, get it, because there's no way to buy it, and it's actually a pretty good beat-em-up hmm. game. It's, like, one of the best licensed games ever made, and I think it was taken off the store within a year because of rights let's see um i answered this one before but vi asked is goat some of the switch worth getting no not really yeah i agree with what goat you sim- said that you said like, it's like fun for an hour and i'm and i feel like that game yeah, like, looks like it would be fun for an hour it's kind of like octodad or like even i am toast they like if you want to kill some time for like you know a half hour or something and you got it for cheap sure but like they're they're not meant to have any staying power past it's kind of a I am bre- I am bread is is actually simultaneously good stress relief and horrible like stress inducement. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mako asks, "Am I a potat?" Yes. I mean, you can be in Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's what we nicknamed those little midget guys, potatoes. Let's see. Another question from Sludgefest McGee. Um, I remember there's a lawsuit in the UK where loot boxes were, were to be considered gambling, and since you need to be at least 18 to gamble, it would technically be illegal for anyone under 18 to play certain games with loot boxes. That also means that certain game companies could be fined for allowing this. I suppose my question is, if this were to become a reality and loot boxes in multiple countries were considered gambling by law, should gaming companies be held responsible for paying a fine retroactively if certain games were to remain unchanged, even temporary? I mean, that's really... I can't say exactly, but I would say they probably should if they knew that stuff was going in beforehand. Like, if they knew it was already, like, gray area. But that's really, like, the courts would decide, like, how far back something goes. They might be, like, from here on out. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to say because, like, that's a legal issue. I don't know how, like, to really approach that one exactly, but... Because then also then, what about Pokemon? Yeah. Like, the game corner. Would you... Would 
Game Freak would have to pay that thing for introducing the fact that gambling exists, hmm. kind of thing. Well, and but like that wasn't real money gambling, but like yeah, I understand what they mean because they're both gambling technically. But then that would it would um, affect so many games that came out before. I'd yeah. say if they're still currently selling the thing and they were when it came out, maybe. Yeah, maybe if the the servers were still running for that specific game, yeah, I would. I I I wouldn't see why they would wouldn't have a fine for it but if if companies were getting the announcement that oh yeah we're going to retroactively fine you guys then they'll just shut off that server mm-hmm. immediately knowing knowing certain big big companies like ea and activision and stuff like that they'll probably just shut the server off out outright just to avoid that fine yeah very few suck but <laughs> very few laws are very retroactive like barry even said like laws aren't typically retroactive um, they usually get like a deadline of like when like it'll, it'll cut off like they might say like well say they were selling it for like the past year and a half um, but like the half a year was this year they might say like anything from January 1st of this year forward you guys will owe something on they might pick like an arbitrary date to make it well, well this was the ruling anything from up until now or you know from this time to this time will be what you're paying a fine on especially because like say something's been around like say loot boxes were in fantasy star online since like you know day one tw- eight years ago then they law then they make a law that says they are you know gambling well do they need to pay eight years worth of fines because they were technically legal that whole time probably not because i mean one that would destroy the game and two it would um i just well, i guess would be kind of unfair in some way to like not to defend a corporate entity but it was legal when they were doing it it's only illegal now it's like, should you be, like, if they're tomorrow, like, walking on the streets considered illegal, should you be arrested for walking on the streets every day prior to that? Like, because you did it? No. Like, it, it doesn't typically go that far retroactively. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have anything else. I kind of, like, rambled. No, I. that's a tricky question. I didn't even realize that that yeah. was a thing, that they could be considered gambling. Yeah, that's, that's been a big thing, because, like, you're spending money... Basically, you're, you're doing exactly what you would do with a, um, a slot machine. You're putting in money, and when you pull the when you pull the lever you know hit the lever um you get something random and that's what loot boxes are you throw them like a dollar you get back a random assortment of stuff now if they say what's in those boxes each and tell you what everything is i think it's still gambling but you have if you know the odds of stuff it's more fair yeah but i think it's still gambling hmm. interesting um let's see um from alabama tofu this is for mainly fangirl um, what suggestions would you give to someone who never really grew up with the Zelda series, and would you suggest a kind of syllabus of how, of how? Wait, hold on. And would you suggest a kind of syllabus of how to how about to get in? I how to go about today. getting into it? Before we in- what suggestions <laughs> would what suggestions would you give someone who never really grew up with the Zelda series, and would you suggest a kind of syllabus of how to go about getting into it? Did it? I said it right. <laughs> um, I I actually have some. I'm assuming would probably be some fairly hot takes on this. So does somebody else want to answer first? Um, I was going to ask, I was going to ask you this fangirl because I, I, one of my gaming sins is I never did finish a Zelda game. So, and I feel awful. And how would I kind of get into it? So to speak. So this kind of question kind of goes hand in hand with that of, uh, let's let's pick a game that I can get into for Zelda that isn't Breath of the Wild because I think I'll go crazy. I can give a short normie answer and then Fangirl can give her nerd answer. <laughs> I 
I think sure, pick, go ahead. I think for one pick, do you want 2D? Do you want 3D? How old do you want it to be? Um, I think if you're going to do it, I don't think it's a good idea to start with Ocarina of Time or anything on the N64 because it's kind of clunky. But then like the Super Nintendo, like a Super Nintendo game, like A Link to the Past is a good start. And I think Wind Waker or Twilight Princess are good starts. I don't think Breath of the Wild is a good place to start exactly because nothing else in the series is uh-huh. like that. You won't find another game like that game. So if you go in there like, oh, I really like the open air and exploration, you're ne- you're not going to uh-huh. find that again. You're not going to find another one like that. But if you play A Link to the Past, like, oh, I like this dungeon style. Oh, well, then you're going to like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, so 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 on. If you're like, I like exploring a bigger world and like, you know, going around just doing some random stuff with Wind Waker or Twilight Princess, you have a couple of games like that. And even like that would lead you more back to Breath of the Wild after that because it's a bit more open. Uh-huh. See, for me, this depends entirely on what type of a gamer you are to begin with. If you are someone who grew up playing Super Nintendo games or you're very familiar with that, I would absolutely say start with A Link to the Past because that's going to be something that's familiar. It's going to give you a bit of a challenge. It's not very story heavy, but there's just enough to keep you interested in. And it's it's a classic. It's That's just their way to it. If that's not your thing, I would actually say as clunky as it is, and I know it's overhyped, I would actually say start with Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker, one of those two. Mm. And I say Ocarina of Time because Ocarina has enough story to keep you interested in, but it also has, it has pretty very, it has all your basic Zelda standards that follow the series from there on out you've got you've got a fire dungeon you've got a forest dungeon you've got you've got a variety of dungeons it introduces the repetitive characters that you see in the other games so that's that's why i lean towards that as a good start and like i said it has just enough story to keep you interested in but not too much to overwhelm you if story is not your thing and i know that it is clunky i i've never played the 3ds version um I know that they fixed some of the controls and gyro helps. I w- that's kind of one of the reasons I wish that they would port that to the Switch because I'd like to play that version, but I hate playing on a 3DS. I recommend the Switch ver- or the um, 3DS yes. versions, like you know, because they just have a lot more quality of life enhancements yes. for them. I know a lot of people don't like those. I think it's impossible to finish Ma- uh, Majora's Mask on anything but the 3DS, personally. But, I mean, the, the original version's fine. Although, if you can get the 3DS version or the GameCube or Wii U download, or, you know, a download version of it, instead of playing on the N64, yeah, be I think... N64 is just like a... like a. It's just kind of tedious yeah, to set Yeah, it up is. Now. And so if you can emulate it, I would actually... I, I, I realize that people say that it's overhyped, and it probably is, you know. But Ocarina of Time is one of my absolute favorite games. And I think... Like, it's not a bad game. Something can be overhyped and, like way like you know um oversaturated stuff like that but it doesn't mean they're actually bad like if you're, like final fantasy 7 is is like overrated but it's still very yes. good there's a reason it's yes. overrated everyone loved it that much that they like embellish about how good it actually right. was it's still good but it's just you no know, you might be disappointed if you think it's as amazing as some people say it's still not a bad game it's right. still very good and an ocarina really sets up a lot of things otherwise i would say if if ocarina is really not your thing i would say wind waker because it's very easy to play it's easy to play play the hd the, version the of combat that yeah the, uh, definitely the um the wii u version of that the combat is fun in that game so 
that gives you a bit of a thrill. There's enough mini games to keep you interested in. I do agree that Breath of the Wild is a tough place to start because you have Breath of the Wild is such a good game, but there is so much of it that's hung up on a lot of nostalgia. So if you're not very mm. into the series as a person, a lot of that will fly over your head. And and that's like there's stuff in there for people who don't or like have Zelda, never experienced or like, it before. You know, Absolutely. We're, we're never into it. But, like, if you're, like, oh, you know, I'm running around these, like, ancient ruins, like, this looks cool, but the rest of us are, like, oh, my God, this is the, um, the, like, the highly like, the statue of Hylia from Skylark yeah, that's down yeah. here. For you're just, like, oh, this is a cool big statue, wonder what that yeah. is. And then once, once you get through those, and, like, once you, if, if you play through Twilight, or if you play through Ocarina of Time, or Wind Waker, and you decide, okay, this is something I like, then I would move on to Twilight Princess, and I only say that one next because Twilight Princess is very long, and it it mm. is more story heavy than even Wind Waker. Yeah, that that was my thing because I I was like, oh okay, I'm gonna start from Twilight mm-hmm. Princess, and yeah, it was uh it was yeah it was I pretty would... long. I I didn't finish it too. I I got to it I think drags maybe... on yeah. too. It drags on. Everyone gives shit to Wind Waker, but Wind Waker is much shorter. It just feels long in one area, but. Oh my god, Twilight Princess drags Yeah, Twilight Princess is, is very long, but Twilight Princess also has some of my favorite dungeon designs in the entire series, so I will give it that, but Wind Waker is shorter. Mm. Um, I would still say Ocarina would be a better place to start, and because it's short, it's long enough to get you, it's long enough to be a game, but it's short enough that you can feel it, and then once you decide from there, then you can kind of branch out and see what else you like. I still maintain that... Um, Majora's Mask is absolutely a phenomenal game to play. It's very similar to Ocarina of Time, but the the atmosphere and the feel of it is so, so, so different for anything else in the series. And it's just, it's just such a good game. And I feel like anybody who gets into the Zelda series and doesn't eventually play that really lacks because it's such a phenomenal game for its themes and it's so unique in this series there's still the same kind of mechanics and the feel and everything but it's just so unique and then i would actually even though it's my favorite game i would lean towards skyward sword as one of the latter games you play unless you're really looking for lore just because not everybody likes the motion controls i think they're fine i think that adds something really interesting to the game and then if you play skyward sword and you like that then i would say play play breath of the wild if you get into the lore, definitely play Skyward Sword. Yeah. Because there are so many um, Skyward Sword callbacks in Breath of the Wild that, like, if you if you play them back to back, you'll see that, and Breath of the Wild becomes so much more of, like, a richer experience. Or at least it did for me. So. Mm. But yeah, that would kind of be my unofficial, like, thing, is if, if you like 2D games, start with A Link to the Past and then go to Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker. So... I I would love to see you do a video. I actually, I have thought about that. I actually have a video of me talking about Skyward Sword and why why it doesn't deserve the criticism <laughs> criticism it gets. Um, but I just haven't put it out. I mean, it has the, it, it has that post race ritual. That's the best part of the mm-hmm. game. I love it. I would do a Retrosaurus episode about that one, but I feel like that's way too far out of my like realm of what people know uh, what i'm known i for. need I, yeah you have you just have fangirl well stuff. what <laughs> see what needs to happen is what needs to happen is i actually need to 
get something published or submitted and then I would feel like more comfortable with that maybe once I knew that was happening and I would have a little bit of extra money so that I could take the time to do this extra creative stuff that I want, like make a YouTube video. And a lot of the things that hold me back from making YouTube videos is the fact that I suck at video editing and it takes forever. Oh, it takes me forever. And I just, Oh yeah. That's one of the, the biggest crutches that I have right now of doing video content that I, I just don't know how to do video editing. I know how to do audio editing very, very well because I've been just doing this for the past two years now. So if anybody but from my I Discord is listening editing. to this and would like to see me really push the idea of making YouTube series forward, teach me how to video edit. <laughs> I did have one question so, from my like, my Discord that's a very kind of simple one. It was, what what's was your it? favorite Animal Crossing villager? Um... Chief. Chief? I haven't seen Chief. him yet. He's a cranky wolf. He also, in this version of it, they made him um, a fringe artist who is basically the Animal Crossing version of Banksy. <laughs> He's into graffiti. His house has graffiti and, like, uh, <laughs> urban, like, like trash cans and stuff around it, like, to be, like, some weird, like... I don't know, modern art type of thing. It's great. I love him. He's a cranky villager. He just talks about how he was alive down during the time of dinosaurs. <laughs> or was he? Uh, mine right now is uh, actually Marina. She's just so sweet. We had a new villager moved in. and she, She's so huh? boring. She's so boring. Normal type I actually, all of the normal type villagers I have, I just love because they do the cutest things. And I don't, I don't know. It's just... Her singing in the plaza just brings me life. Her and Marshall are my favorite ones. You didn't like Marshall did you for bring, a while. Did you give her an octopus at one time? I did. I've given her a squid. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, the other day there was a hamster in the, the nook shop, and I was like, I want to buy this, and I'm going to keep it until I get a hamster villager, and then I'm going to give them the hamster. <laughs> it's the equivalent of, like, feeding, it's the equivalent of like feeding a pig bacon. I was like, I'm going to do this. It's like, I, I remember there was a hamster looking at one of the hamster, like, pets, and he just, like, it's like, soon my, soon my son, <laughs> soon my child, you'll be set free. It's so wrong. Which one's yours? My, Which yeah. one's yours, um, my, Ken? Mine is Tangy. I, like, I've, I've talked about this before. She was the villager from my very first town from the GameCube, so. Oh, uh, gotcha. I've, I, I've always tried to get her, and now that I have her in my town, I've been so happy. And all for her decorations, I specifically have oranges all around her house and orange trees. Aww. Because she's an orange. (laughs) I want, um, I really want Sherb. (laughs) Oh, I want want him so bad. I absolutely love his design. I have everyone I want for the most part. I think I'm going to get Static eventually, but I don't know who to kick out. Probably Savannah. Get that normal ass, boring ass zebra out of there <laughs> yeah as of right now i i just need tutu and then i have everyone that i need but then i'm i'm working on having an entire town full of penguins oh yeah we we need a sassy villager or what are, what are they called snooty yeah we need a snooty yeah. villager we've never had one i just got tad recently tad is a frog who is a jock not like like ribot but i mean he's not a robot one and he just talks about how like how swole he is in muscles, but he's this little frog. <laughs> like you don't have muscles. He's got thigh muscles. You gotta get him. He doesn't credit- though, like, but like, 
But he talks about how toned he is. I'm like, you are smooth. You are a very smooth frog. Just so you know, you're not toned. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was the only question I had for mine. I'm going to say, oh, um, I, I forgot. I wanted to follow up about something about the, the Zelda thing. If anyone doesn't know, Fangirl is my editor for Retrosaurus. I would be scared to death of doing something about Zelda because I know I'd get the most red marks I've ever gotten back about inconsistencies and lore and critiques on it. I don't red, I don't red <laughs> mark you that bad. I think I like. I, no, 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 no. But I mean, if it was about Zelda, you'd be like, "This actually didn't happen." <laughs> You're just gonna put uh, put in quotation marks. Are you kidding me? I'm She's gonna like get to the Twilight yeah. Princess section. She'll get to the Twilight Princess section and just be like, "Please revise." <laughs> Just, just entirely, you delete it and just say, please rewrite this, the entire thing. All over I don't think goes. I'm that mean. I think the only thing I've, I think the only thing I've managed to correct you on so far was you called, uh, you referred to alien and you called something, um, a necromorph. A necromorph, and I was like, no, it's a xenomorph. Yeah, it's 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 because I think I was playing Dead Space. Yeah, when you, were, I wrote that, you were playing so Dead like, Space. So like, necro- <laughs> well, because a necromorph, xenomorph, like they're the. It's the same vein of shit. So I was just like, oh yeah, that's right. No, necromorphs are like dead things, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're dead, but like, just like, it's one of those like, oh, it's from a horror sci-fi franchise and it has a morph in it. So there's necromorphs that know morph. I'm like, so I just, that's how I got stuck in my head. I absolutely love the Alien series of movies. I love them, but they, or at least the first two. I like the first two and I, I like, like the, the first one. Movies. I've only seen it though. Yeah, the, the first. I've only seen the first one and played Isolation. The first two movies are fantastic. Um. And they scare the absolute hell out of me, which is why I couldn't finish Alien Isolation because it scared me too bad. It's kind of a boring thing. Honestly, just watch Nico Hart run it if you want to see most of the story. And that, that's I kind of want to do. I kind of want to see the story, but I, I don't think I can go back to that. It was, it, it was worse than RE Seven. RE Seven. So I want to play RE Seven again. Every time I think of RE Seven, I'm like God, I want to play through that again. There's very few games where I'm like that. Like I could just pick this up and play this right now, and RE Seven is one of those. See, that's me with Ocarina of Time. That is absolutely a comfort game for me. Because RE7, I can pick up and like exactly remember what I was doing. There's some games like if I put if I put down Zen, I put down Xenoblade Two like a year and a half or two years ago. I could not tell you where I am in that game. I know I unlocked Cosmos, and then I stopped playing because I got 50 hours in full Japanese, and I just got thought that was pretty good in full Japanese on my end, mostly understanding it. I I just got tired. Yeah. I need that game. I want that game. It's so expensive right now. It's over $60 places because it just doesn't have an actual copy. I I, I want the game in English. Someone send me the game in English, please. Because I can't find one. Am I still here? You're still there. We got gotcha. you. Okay, you won't quiet. So I'm like, I, did I die again? No. No, I just, I just like you have your silence. Your moment of <laughs> silence for the game you don't have. Do we have anything that we want to put forth and advertise before we wrap up here? Um, I'll do mine and myself promo. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> I actually have oh. one. Oh. What is it? <laughs> yes. So I was a part of a Japanese film podcast called Japan on Film. And I talked about Final Fantasy VII Avent Children. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I've talked about more about Final Fantasy VII in my lifetime in these past month. So, if you guys are interested on in hearing my critiques about the film, go check that out. It should be an easy 40-minute podcast. It's very quick. Unlike I don't have much to say. But just look it up on Japan on Film. should be up pretty shortly by the time this episode is What out. is that on? Is it on a website or can you find it on like Spotify, stuff like that? Uh, it's all any 
podcast services, so Apple, Google Play, all that lovely things. Okay. Good deal. Cool. I'll have to look for that one. Yes, yes, yes. He does a lot of other things, but I was mostly there because he was like, oh, yeah, I just finished Remake, so we even talked about Final Fantasy VII Remake, too, so I'm just like, oh, okay, like. I have a podcast that you can listen to and hear all my thoughts about that. But but yeah, with that, where can we find you, Miss Fangirl? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at um, backslash Fangirl Has No Name. Uh, hopefully I will be streaming again soon. And on Twitter, where everything is random, and I post uh, giant pictures of birds that terrify Ken at uh, Legend of No One. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's just blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> just now. I, I, ser- I served to remind you of it. <laughs> Big ass Muppet <laughs> thing. And where can we find you, Kyo? Um, you can find me all over the internet at Cody Hunter on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, anywhere really social media is available. Um, even MySpace, everything's Cody Hunter, which is easier to spell than it is to say. I have a podcast, or no, I have a podcast, obviously it's called Podosaurus. Uh, I have a YouTube series called Retrosaurus. I just put up the fifth episode this or today, this day, this today, right now, uh, which talks about um, art direction and how it stands the test of time with Silent Hill three specifically. So definitely check that one out. And also the previous episode, Losing Control, with um, featuring Haunting Ground. I really liked that episode. I thought that was a lot of fun to make, and it was probably my favorite one. Even like I, I really like making the Silent Hill one, but like for some reason the Haunting Ground one probably because it was Clock Tower related, and I got to talk about Ghost Head for a minute. Um, was really really fun to make so i recommend those two episodes like to get you introduced to it there are a couple there are three more as well but um you can honestly pick up any of them and just go with it and i don't know it's a really fun series for me to make and it's supported by patreon just as well as uh this podcast is to keep up the uh what do you call that to keep it up on the different platforms like spotify and itunes google play all those things because hosting costs money for some reason I wish you could just do it cheaper. I wish you could just, like, when I had them on YouTube, because I stopped doing the, the YouTube versions of these because um, once I put it up on the podcast, it was just easy to tell that it was easier for people. I wish you could just put, like, a like an audio version on YouTube and then use that as an RSS feed, but you can't because they stopped letting you do that. But, yeah. And how about you, Ken? Where can we find you? You can find me on my Japanese music streaming, or not music streaming podcast, <laughs> the Japanese music industry podcast that I do called Ongakudu. You can look it up on Twitter and the Instagram at Ongakudu. You can look up at my website where I do a lot of reports about the music industry and reviews occasionally, time to time, at Ongakudu.com. And you can find me at Twitter at OTYKen1, where I just yell into the void about bang dream and final fantasy and say if you want to know what japanese voice actresses are doing i'm i mostly just talk about that <laughs> but yeah with that i want to say thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the potasaurus you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time aloha see you later bye <laughs>